took a different route on the field tour this morning. So it took you into some breeding program areas that you don't normally get to see. We usually go out around the other side here where a lot of the pathology and fertility work is. And you can see extra stuff going on. So at this stop on the field tour, we're going to talk about research related to diseases and the billet planting. So we're not going to have an experiment to stand in front of. I'm going to talk about diseases and then Herman Waggis Pack with the director of research with the American Sugar Cane will tell you what's going on with billet planting research. So we just thought, well, we could just do this in the shade. Yeah. Cypress trees came back behind us. I think this will work fine. Hope you agree. So as far as diseases go, the research has been the one big focus for me has been related to billet planting, and that is trying to come up with the missing piece of the puzzle, which might be some treatments, some chemical treatments of the billets that would protect against the stalk rots that can be the main cause of the problem of the stand establishment. So we've looked at uh, work with Paul White with the USDA, U.S. Sugarcane Research Unit, and what we found is there are some fungicides that help, and we've looked at a, uh, a group of them, and we've got three of them labeled now, Quilt XL, Reaxor, and Revitec. And we've also looked at an insecticide, Platinum. And the work has been done to get a label for that, but uh, it's held up in some litigation over, it's a neonicotinoid that's uh, in EPA is uh, having problems. They're not giving us any more labels for those. So I think we'll get it eventually. Fungicides alone are helpful. So we've got something that can be a, a tool to help you with that. And in addition, you know, good planting is critical, and Herman's gonna talk about that part of it. The other research related to diseases that I do a lot of here is, this is the breeding station. Well, someone's got to look at those in the selection program and figure out which ones are resistant to diseases to try to get disease resistant varieties. So that's a good option for y'all. So that's something that we focus on. We use inoculated tests and we use natural infection, like we inoculate for smut and leaf scald and figure out which ones are susceptible and resistant. We also then work with uh, some natural infection tests to try to get a reading on these things. Those tests are very laborious and uh, time-consuming, and sometimes we don't get the results we want. The environment not right, get good disease expression. So I've also got a big project that's going on with the Rajan Bisac, who you heard from for the first time this morning on the tour. So we're looking for molecular markers. So these are DNA segments that are with these genes that are providing the resistance response. So we can find those and have something that we can track in the plant. We can use these markers to tell which ones are resistant without testing them in the field. So we can optimize our cross selection to parents and try to get you know, more higher frequency and maybe higher levels of the disease resistance in these things. So that's something that we're working on a lot and it's beginning to pay off. We've got some markers that are good for leaf scald now. We're looking at rust. Mosaic looks promising. It's at least so, but we're, we're working on a number of projects to see if we're making progress in that area. So the last thing I want to mention on diseases though is uh, sometimes we can't get resistance. And there's a problem there. So the other thing that we use that's very important for disease control is healthy seed canes. It's canes vegetatively propagated. You plant an infected stalk, you're spreading and increasing the disease. So a number of our diseases can be spread that way. So it's kind of like we've got resistant varieties and healthy planting material. So we've got a long-term uh, partnership, public and private sector partnership that's been going on for quite a while now with a seed cane certification program to produce seed cane through a lab process called tissue culture. And this certification program, the LDAF operates it, but it's a number of standards that are met to 
give quality assurance that it is a, a good product for y'all and it gives a, an independent assessment for the company so it's been a great program the certification program came together through an industry task force so the program has worked really well has it helped control our systemic diseases short answer is yes most definitely it's allowed us to control all like uh, give some control for, for smut leaf scald mosaic our newest disease yellow leaf so this system is is in place and perhaps the biggest benefit is that uh, the hardest thing for us to accomplish in the breeding program is finding varieties that can produce high stubble yields on heavy clay soils and that's why we find one of those that goes up to way too much acreage in one variety they're so hard to find but if we are selecting strictly for all disease resistance we're throwing away a lot of stuff that's like how do susceptibility if we could grow a variety that has high yield potential but a flaw we call it from disease susceptibility and manage it on the farm with healthy seed cane then that's a great thing for us in fact the prime example is Olin 299 our number one variety can you imagine where we'd be if we didn't have that well it's very susceptible to smut so if it had been tried if we just put it out there and you tried to increase it on the farm smut would have taken it out so it's been a very beneficial thing for our, our, uh, our industry and all, all successful sugarcane farming operations should have a regular healthy seed cane program on, you know, on an annual basis to keep healthy material coming through the system. Okay, that's what I got.